that's wildly more, I would say, empowering for an individual to go to be able to go through that process than simply well, that's not what I was taught when I was growing up. My parents never told me that. It's not in the Bible. And uh, I think that you're just a conspiracy. And that's not what the doctor says, or that's not right, what, you exactly. know, yeah, the politicians so, are saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a it's a life skill. It's a ninja life yeah. skill. And I, I think that that's a nutrient that a lot of people are missing is understanding what the voice of their intuition actually sounds like. Yeah. And, you know, I talk a lot about that on the show, intuition, and just it takes practice. I mean, I'm, I'm still yeah. becoming familiar with that, and I'm com- having little things come through, and I'm trying to listen to that. Is it my brain or is it my intuition, right? Yeah. And, but I mm-hmm. think that's such a skill we need right now in this chaotic, crazy world is what feels right to you, being your authentic self, trusting your gut, like all those things, right? I mean, you can have people telling you things every day, but if it doesn't feel right to you, I guess I just... I'm practicing that. Sounds like you're practicing that. That's one thing I would just tell people. Like if you're confused on what you think about a certain topic, like what is resonating with you specifically? Mm -hmm. And um, that's what you should follow. And you can always change your mind. That's the good news. You're not locked in. Hey everybody, welcome to Lauren.Live, the spirituality and health podcast. I have Mimi Linquist with me. What's up, Mimi? Hey, I'm happy to be here. So happy to have you. We've already been chatting for like, whatever, 15 (laughs) minutes. So this is going to be so fun. Um, Where to start? Okay, so Mimi and her partner, Chase, have a podcast, The Medicine. They also have some amazing mushroom supplements and they have a mushy love podcast. like a, what do you want to call it? Like a, you can, it's a powder mix. You can make it hot or cold. I have ordered that. I have yet to try it, but I'm really excited too. And so they've got a lot going on um, business-wise. And then also we'll just talk about your background and, and the work that you're doing in the world with the podcast. But before we dive into all of that, will you just share a little bit about you and your story? Cause you and Chase have a really interesting story and then we'll kind <laughs> yeah. of get into how you got into like the work that you're doing. Yeah, it's it's a wild story. Um <clears throat> there's like different there's different types of stories that we can tell. Like we can give like the super bulleted bullet point condensed version. There's like the middle version where you get some of the details and then there's the very long mm-hmm. version. I will steer away from the very long version because that tends to be uh kind of it kind of takes over the entire conversation, but Um, I'll try to go somewhere in between the bulleted and the mid version. So, um, yeah, my name is Mimi. I also go by Megan is my, my, my given name at birth. Um, I am, like you said, podcast host. I, I am by degree, I'm a, a a registered dental hygienist. So that was really where, um, being in the dental hygiene world, I feel like was, such an amazing prerequisite to what I'm doing now. Uh, one of the things that I love most in this world is as, as education, is educating people and sharing what has worked for me and sharing it in a way that, you know, connects with the person and something just clicks where they're like, oh, I've never heard it explained that way. Or I've never had anyone, I've never had any di- dental hygienist, you know, tell me uh, or educate in this way. And it almost flips on the light, flips on the switch of ownership for someone's health, for someone's even just, you know, dental health. Mm-hmm. 
it's obviously so important, but, um, and so that was being a dental hygienist for seven years. I don't practice clinically anymore. Uh, my life has taken me on another route, but it, it really was a, a critical prerequisite for what I'm doing now. Um, and it, let's see, back in 2018, 2017, Chase and I, um, my childhood sweetheart, we uh, had been married for three years. So we were childhood sweethearts, married very young, kind of, you know, expected to kind of pushed to be married young, mm -hmm. growing up in the evangelical Christian space, not passing any shade, but that's just how we grew up. And in that community, you kind of are expected to get married young before you can live together. Mm -hmm. So we had been together for seven years at this point. And the next kind of step, the next like little check mark on the to-do list is to get married. So we do. And surprise, surprise, we have no real tools for healthy communication, for how to work through really hard adult shit. Am I allowed to curse on here? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think we're going to get censored for saying shit. There's a lot of other yeah, things yeah. we could get censored for it, as we know. But yeah, <laughs> every every podcaster yeah. has their preference, I suppose. No, but, I'm good. Um, <laughs> we didn't have any real tools. And we found out, you know, we spent three years figuring out that we had nothing figured out, mm -hmm. even though we had a really strong base relationship. Uh, we were best friends and we just loved each other more than anything. But like sometimes and this is a little bit of a hot take. Sometimes love alone isn't enough mm -hmm. to keep people together. Yeah. If you're not able to communicate, if you're not able to have empathy for each other, if you're not able to get yourself balanced in a way that you can, you know, like let go a little bit of your pride and ego and connect with your partner. If, if that's not happening, there's a good chance that there's going to be a split. Mm -hmm. And for us, there was. So this was 2016. Um, Chase moved down here to San Diego and I stayed in Seattle where I was a dental hygienist and we never thought we were going to see each other again. Well, we both went on our own individual personal development journeys, I suppose you could say. Um, and we, you know, realized like, okay, that's clearly not how you do it. Whatever that was, whatever we were doing, that's not how you do it. How do you do this thing called life? So now we're in our, you know, mid to late twenties, single in a big city, both of us separately. And so we just kind of like, tr we're trying to figure our shit out, honestly. Mm -hmm. And both of us hit a complete health rock bottom around 2018 or so. And I mean, I'm talking like full adrenal fatigue, mm. uh, hormone imbalances. I, my face was blowing up in cystic acne. My hair was falling out. I had a rash on half my body. I couldn't digest any of my food. Mm. It was a lot. And I was also a health coach on the side. And so I felt like I was living this double life. Like I could help someone lose weight, but I couldn't figure out why my hair was falling out in the shower in like huge chunks. So it really caused me to pause and reevaluate how I was living my life. Um, and I actually moved uh, back to my hometown, Spokane, Washington, and moved back in with my mom and her husband, lived with them for a year while I just focused on me. Like I just wanted to like take a breath, step away from my very busy dental hygiene job and just spend some like as corny as it sounds like quality time with myself to figure out like, 
who am I? What do I want? Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. What lights me up? What is this, you know, who is this God character? Like, what do I even believe? What do I want to believe? What are, what beliefs have just been handed to me Mm -hmm. throughout my life? Like, what is actually me? What is actually mine? Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of people get to their late twenties, maybe early thirties, Maybe it's around their Saturn return. I don't know. I had the same thing, girl. Broke breakup, different situation. But I felt like, what the hell am I doing? What is my purpose? Like I had like a two week depression. I was like, I don't know what's going on in my life. And I read Eckhart Tolle and had this like awakening. But there's something about that. You're right. Like I'm relating to you just as far as like that same time frame. Because you get out of college or you're you're working. You're like, this isn't really fulfilling me. Like, what do I want to do? And yeah. yeah, you kind of get on a track mm-hmm. and then you get a couple years into that track and you're like, wait, this kind of sucks and I don't feel <laughs> good. A, I'm, I'm not fulfilled. Not I'm not fulfilled. Yeah. I'm kind of sick. I don't yeah. feel good. Mm-hmm. And so it catches up to you and you start, ha- you, you don't have to, but I chose to, and many other people do that. I know it sounds like you did where you, you choose to start like peeling back the layers mm-hmm. and unlearning the things that you've learned yeah. up until that point. So you're unlearning and then you're kind of reconstructing at the same time. And it's a really powerful, but scary and vulnerable time for a lot of people, including myself. And at this time, one of my sort of guiding lights, you could say, I suppose, was um, this thing called AHCC. And I was, it it was a, it's a mushroom product out of Japan. And I heard, I first heard about it from one of the patients in our office. She Mm. was like in her fifties and she got diagnosed with HPV later in life. And her naturopath recommended this mushroom product Mm. called AHCC to help clear her HPV. And I was like, what? (laughs) I knew about like chaga, reishi, lion's mane, Mm -hmm. cordyceps, but I had never heard of this AHCC thing. And I would kind of like, was like, "Mm, I don't think that's a mushroom. What is this thing? So go to Dr. Google, look it up, you know, just rabbit hole, uh, snowball effect down, um, you know, and ordered the books, ordered the product, started taking it myself, learning about it from medical textbooks and everything. And I was like, this stuff is legit. How have I never heard about Mm. this? So it really like lit a fire under my butt to, to, learn about it, but then also share it, Mm -hmm. share the benefits. And obviously we can get into that later if you want. Um, But this was a guiding light for me. It gave me some sense of purpose Mm -hmm. when I didn't feel like I had much else. And I started sharing about it on Instagram. I had created a food and I started selling that online, um, this food called Brain Hits while I was living with my parents. And so my, my life was on this track of like dental hygienist, married, you know, get your, you know, I got my life together and it took a toll total like 90 degree turn into entrepreneurism. And I didn't even ask for it or anything, but it led me down this track. And then, you know, three years into this process, I was working on myself, working on my insides and felt really balanced. And like I was getting healthier from a mental and emotional and spiritual perspective, certainly physical as well. And my ex-husband and I started talking kind of organically on Instagram, hadn't talked in forever. And uh, we just were both in a really good place where we we decided to meet up for coffee while we were both in town for Mm -hmm. Christmas. And that, you know, like kind of platonic, hello, hello, how are you? Let's check in with each other turned into like three and a half hours of conversation, closing the coffee shop down. And we just both like had a great time with each other. And neither one of us was like, oh, I got to get back together with my ex. But it was just like 
it was like coming home after a long journey and remembering like, oh my God, I missed my home so much. Mm. That's what it felt like for me was like, I just missed my best friend so much. So we met up, we part ways, say goodbye, hug. And then over the next few months, we just like can't stop talking. And Mm. we're just like more and more interested and intrigued by each other. Fast forward a couple months, we go to this uh, health conference called uh, Expo West in Anaheim, California, right next to Disneyland. And so we spent like three days together, like glued, you know, at Mm. the hip together and really like couldn't explain it, but just knew that we loved being with each other. And by the second night, we were hanging out in my rental car and just kind of talking and listening to music. And uh, while he was waiting out traffic to go back to San Diego and stuff just started spilling out of both of us, things that we never even talked about in our marriage when we were splitting up because we were so imbalanced. We were so off when we split that we didn't have these like really critical conversations. It was just like very abrupt. So all this stuff just started spilling out of us. Like we're holding hands and crying. Well, I was crying. I don't know if he was crying, but he was holding my hand, like trying to comfort me while I was trying to comfort him. And it just was like a really tender kind of vulnerable moment and really connected on, on a deep level. And it was just, it was like, dude, I am so sorry. Like, I'm just sorry. I hurt you. I had no idea what I was doing. So we get out of the car to say goodbye. And he grabs my face and looks in my eyes for like 30 seconds, which is a long time to stare at somebody in the eyes. (laughs) Grabs my face and just kisses me. And it was like the best kiss I've ever had in my life. Uh, There's literally fireworks from Disneyland going on. Oh my gosh. Yes. If that's not a sign from the universe, I don't know what it is. So uh, he kisses me and then tells me he loves me and I set it back. And it, from there, it was just like, okay, I don't know what this is, but it's real. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but we got to like, we got to lean into this a little bit, find out what is going on, what's here. And then six months later, fast forward, um, I was moving into his San Diego condo, drove down with my mom, with my Jeep packed to the brim, everything I owned. And we, I I moved in on our, what would have been our sixth wedding anniversary on accident. Like it was just like, oh my God, this is our wedding anniversary. And then three days later we went to Burning Man and that was the kickoff (laughs) to part two. There you go. (laughs) I so, love it. Yeah. Now we we host the Medicine Podcast. He's um he's the CFO at Organify. Uh we host the Medicine Podcast together. And like you said, we have um some different mushroom supplements. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's where we're at now. And we just we like to say that we're a bridge, you know, to people who have maybe gone through the mainstream script of happiness that I was explaining earlier, kind of the checklist that we're told of like, go to college, find your person, mm-hmm. get a good job, have a kid, get the dog. Like we all know this checklist that exists kind of subconsciously, kind of like as an archetype mm-hmm. of a life that Americans live, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But some people go through that process and find out that they're very unfulfilled because they're they're set on a path that Mm. they maybe weren't choosing consciously, but more subconsciously based on society, culture, external pressures and input maybe for mom and dad or whatever. So 
That's kind of who we speak to our audiences, the people who are like looking for more and maybe want to dip their toes into something that is a little more fringe, maybe something like astrology or holistic health practices or, you know, listening to Paul check. Um, So that's kind of where we sit today. And that's what we're really passionate about is helping people create Mm -hmm. epic love and life on purpose. I love it all. I love the story. <laughs> Is that you guys and your logo behind you too? The mushroom? Yeah. I lo- yeah. yeah. That's, That's so us. cool. Um, yeah. What a cool story. And it's a sm- small world. I know Mimi's sister kind of and sister's husband and I'm from the Seattle area you know, went to SPU with her sister, like just small world already, like connections and stuff. So that's cool to hear your story in more detail. And <clears throat> I've seen things that your sister's posted on her public Instagram about like you growing up evangelical, like you, she couldn't, you guys couldn't yeah. even paint your nails red or something. I was just like, that's such a wild like way to grow up. And then I'm listening to your podcast because it's very similar to mine, health and spirituality. And we talk about a lot of the same things, ETs, and we go down a lot of rabbit holes. Um, and so it's just wild to hear like, that, you know, how much you've changed and how much you're learning and outside of the box that you grew up in. I just think that's so cool. Just yet another story. Same thing here. I mean, I wasn't raised evangelical, but I did go to SPU and had some, you know, Christian influence, which is nothing wrong with that. I have tons of friends that are really Christian, but I've gone down like tons of rabbit holes and I've even lost a few friends. And, um, you know, it's just, it's cool to have someone on that I feel like I can relate to. I know people listening, there's people that have to relate to this, of course. (laughs) And we're just in such exciting time where you can talk about this kind of stuff. And yeah, you still might get a little bit of like, but I think so many people are so much more open to the idea of consciousness, energy work, holistic healing. And so what a cool, you know, area for you to be working in and you and your partner to feel so fulfilled and you're doing it together. So your story is really inspirational and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I I think just piggybacking on what you were just saying is like, I think more and more people are like seeing, admitting, waking up to whatever word you want to use here, seeing that like the conventional way of doing things isn't really working. Maybe it worked for the past generations. Great. But there's something about like millennials and on that it's not working for. And, And, you know, Western medicine and kind of assigned gender roles Mm -hmm. and just being more like rigid in your belief systems or religion or whatever. Um, I think that people are seeing that it, it doesn't work for everybody and it doesn't work for a lot of, a lot of people I would say. And so they're, you know, kind of breaking out of the mold a little bit. And uh, yeah, it's really, it's great to be a part of that movement, I suppose. Yeah. And I was listening to your guys's episode about like censorship and that was one of your, um, yeah. What did you call it? Not your goals, but like just being your authentic. It was like things were saying, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. And just being more authentic. And you know, I've, I've had a video removed. I had a a doctor that treats cancer with things like baking soda and other things too. Not just that. I'm not saying that's how you just treat cancer. Don't, I'm not a doctor. Don't, don't hate me, but but alternative, non- methods. alternative methods, no chemotherapy has been wildly successful. He's done in Brazil. He has his own opinions about a lot of things. It got removed from YouTube. I've had my stuff, you know, removed. Like censorship, censorship is real. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, but I just, I appreciate when you guys were talking about that and it kind of ties into like, you know, being your authentic self because otherwise you're not going to really be fulfilled. And so you guys learn that 
you know, the way you grew up with your religious or like, I've been just like everybody else. There's nothing wrong with this, but like, I went along with like everything, how we were taught in school and like the pharmaceuticals and like this, and this is how you do this. And I'm like, this isn't working for me. And obviously it's not working for millions and millions of other Americans and people in the world, right? This is what we're in right now. And that's why there's so much tension and people are trying to figure it out. And I'm not saying I have it all figured out. I know you probably aren't saying that either, but that's what's so cool about this time is we're talking about this on podcasts. We're able to freely like, Hey, like, let's just talk about this. Like I'm not an expert, but I'm kind of gathering my own research because the research I'm handed in society has a lot of flaws or there's money behind it. And we know that has ulterior motives. And so I just think it's really, I feel very supported to have people like you and um, a community where even, you know, sometimes my friends are people like I talk to my parents, some things they're like, yeah, I could see that. And other, they're like, Whoa, like, be careful, Lauren, you're going down the conspiracy theory. And so I don't know, it feels nice to be supported, but also just, you know, if people are listening, like everyone's on different paths and maybe I hope this will, you know, if there's just one thing we talk about today that can kind of spark an idea and like, Hey, yeah, that's interesting. Like that's the whole point of this podcast is just to, you know, expand consciousness and support people where they are on their path. Well, I think it's a, it's a ninja life skill these days. Um, especially when the lines of truth are being blurred, we, we all have access to Google, to the internet, to podcasts, like YouTube, of course, like there are unending potentials for quote unquote truth. And so it's a ninja life skill to be able to let down your walls enough to hear someone else's idea that may be different than your current paradigm of what you think is true and right. And the way to go, let those walls dissolve, put like, mm-hmm. uh, for a time and allow yourself to go down the, the trail or the path of what if this thing were true and mm-hmm. like, let yourself believe it for like a few minutes, even like say you're watching a video about something on YouTube and you're like, Oh, this is, this is horse crap. This is bull. This is like, what? just, just let yourself like, what if this was, totally. and once you have like a real relationship with your intuition, as fluffy as that sounds, I don't, I know it won't be fluffy to you no, or your I'm, listeners probably we'll, we'll bring it on, but yeah. Once you have a relationship with your intuition and you know what the voice of your intuition sounds like Mm -hmm. when you're balanced and calm and you're not triggered by something, you're just like, let me just run this through my system. Does it resonate with me? Does something feel off? Mm -hmm. Does this person maybe have an ulterior motive? Uh, Are they trying to get me to buy something? Like just running through Mm -hmm. the system of questions that you can like filter it's so empowering to then be like, you know what? This isn't resonating with me. And I, I'm not going to like lock it in my vault of things that I consider truth. Totally. And, but I let myself go down that path, saw what it was like for a minute. And I just, you know, it didn't land. Yeah. That's wildly more, I would say empowering for an individual to go, th- to be able to go through that process than simply well, that's not what I was taught when I was growing up. My parents never told me that. It's not in the Bible. And uh, I think that you're just a conspiracy. And that's not what the doctor says, or that's not right, what, you exactly. know, yeah, the politicians so, are saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think it's a it's a life skill. It's a ninja life yeah. skill. And I, I think that that's a nutrient that a lot of people are missing is understanding 
what the voice of their intuition actually sounds like. And, you know, I talk a lot about that on the show, intuition, and just it takes practice. I mean, I'm, I'm still yeah. becoming familiar with that, and I'm com- having little things come through, and I'm trying to listen to that. Is it my brain or is it my intuition, right? Yeah. And, but I mm-hmm. think that's such a skill we need right now in this chaotic, crazy world is what feels right to you, being your authentic self, trusting your gut, like all those things, right? I mean, you can have people telling you things every day, but if it doesn't feel right to you, I guess I just... I'm practicing that. Sounds like you're practicing that. That's one thing I would just tell people. Like if you're confused on what you think about a certain topic, like what is resonating with you specifically? Mm -hmm. And um, that's what you should follow. And you can always change your mind. That's the good news. You're not locked in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're always learning just just because. I have a relationship with my intuition doesn't mean that I don't make mistakes and doesn't mean that I don't get it wrong sometimes. And, you know, we're still learning. Like Mm -hmm. that's what earth school is for is us to learn and grow. And we're not going to do that unless we bump up against some challenging things, hindrances, hurdles that we have to either push through or learn how to hop over or whatever. Like it's never going to stop. It's never going to just be like coasting easy. Like that's, it's never going to happen. It's not. And yeah, it's just, it's just because I've had like a huge awakening. Like I did the informational awakening, let's just say now more on the spiritual stuff. Cause I, I just try not to get like too into the, like, this is right. or This is wrong. I'm just like more into the like spiritual aspect of the energy. But like, um, I don't know if you've seen the great awakening map. Have you gone down uh, that? I should send that to you. It's like a freaking rabbit hole, but I don't think so. Um, my husband and I found it and it like completely shifted our whole, like everything. It just opened up Pandora's box, but everything, but, um, you know, ETs and just things I'd never mm-hmm. thought about. But I, I just think it, it takes so much bravery to, to, you know, to do what we're talking about. And, you know, you're going to get looks and comments from your family and your friends. And I just, I know there's a lot of people experiencing that. I mean, I think everyone knows somebody who's lost a friend or has some debate during COVID or vaccines or like whatever it is. And I just think, it takes bravery, but just keep going. And I mean, it's been hard for me, but I, I just, I'm just, I know that our intuition and love and empathy and and being open-minded and just things aren't working right now. And that's why we're seeing all this crazy ass shit in the world. Um, but it's actually really good. And it's a gift because we're, we're having an opportunity to get back to our true selves and, um, tune in to more nature you know, natural ways of healing and just nature itself and how fulfilling that can be. And, um, I don't know, it's hard to explain it, but I, I think it's it's such a gift to be here right now on earth. Although I think it can look really muddy. It's actually such an amazing time. And I see a lot of shifting in a lot of people seeing through things, the lens, like this doesn't feel right. And there's already been things that have come out now that have, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and I was going to say something about conspiracy theorists, just like, it's hard to be on that side where you're called that. And I know I've been called that and then Mm -hmm. things are coming through. I'm not saying I'm right about everything, but some things have come through that have shown like, okay, my intuition was right. I'm not trying to prove anybody else wrong, but just to me, I'm like, okay, I felt like that was wrong. And it's actually like truth is coming out. Right. So I think we're just going to see so much of that in the next however many years, like we're just going to keep seeing Mm -hmm. stuff come out. And I think you have to just trust yourself. It's just, yeah. I don't know if you've seen, I, I saw recently uh, this video circulating on uh, social media and stuff. It's this, um, this comedian who is like talking about conspiracy theories and he has a whole bit about it. It's pretty funny, but he's like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there, but you know, he's like, when people tell me they don't believe any conspiracy theories, he's like, really? You don't believe 
any? You think that our government is just telling us everything and batting a thousand? Like, that's kind of foolish just to think that, yeah, we know everything the government knows. There's zero conspiracy. Unfortunately, I think that the term conspiracy theory. It's very like negative. It's triggered. It's it's loaded. It's a loaded term now Mm -hmm. that someone who uh, wants to other a group of people and and both both sides do this, Mm -hmm. right? Like the freedom fighter patriots, like, you know, people who are marching and, you know, wearing MAGA hats and everything like that. Like they other just as much as the other side others, like both sides do it. It's the, it's two wings of the same bird. But once you're like politically homeless, you can kind of stand back and see like, oh my gosh, that's what I feel too. Joe Rogan talks about that too. Like, I'm like, I feel so politically homeless. (laughs) Like I'm like sitting in the middle and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's easy to see once you're once you're kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what the hell? Yeah. My my point with that is, um, wait, where was I going with that? I was talking about the conspiracy uh, theories. Conspiracy theories. Oh, yeah. So this term is now being used to immediately squash someone who has yeah. a different idea <laughs> than you do. Yes. So people are using this term conspiracy theory to even when it's not the person, you know, the person that they're demonizing is not even talking about a conspiracy. It's just another idea. It's an idea that they personally don't hold as true. The person could be talking about something that is, they're like, dude, this isn't, this isn't a conspiracy theory that I'm talking about, but now it's getting diluted to the point where now anything can be called a conspiracy theory. You want to discount the person who is putting it out there to immediately label them as crazy misinformation misinformation right wing you know just like crazy anti-vaxxers yeah you could even just be talking about like i literally just talked to people about vaccines i didn't say what i thought what they thought what you should do but just even talking about it the idea of it you're just canceled it's like what is this it's bizarre Uh, That's, I think, the the beginning of the downfall of any major society would be when that certain topics are completely off limits to even discuss. Or it's only one way. And if it's not that way, you're out. Like, that's not... Right. But I mean, think about that in the in the you know landscape or the parameters of a relationship or a marriage. If you came to your husband and you're like, hey, honey, I, I really want to talk about X, Y, Z. And he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. We cannot we can't even approach this yeah. topic. Whatever you're about to say is wrong. Yeah. You're spreading misinformation or like, I don't even want to go there with you. We can't talk about this ever. You can't ask any questions about this thing. You can't ask any questions about who I'm going out with on Friday night. Um, So don't even go there. Don't even ask. Like that's like abusive. Like it doesn't work in any sort of relationship. No, that's a good Uh, analogy. One side is trying to control the other side or the narrative, whatever you want to call it. So I, I, I could, yeah. Oh, trust me. We're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, you know, luckily, as time, even within specific things, like not to like, it's just so easy to like pick on like COVID or vaccines because it's more recent, but even within that friends that were like certain one way, you know, in my life when Omicron came around and then everybody got it, no matter what you were, where you were, you're back. Then they started talking to me more and I'm like, "Mm, this is interesting. Right. So again, it's not because I'm like, right. It's just, 
it's interesting to see with time and evolving, you know, it's good. We're all learning a ton. No one's better than the other person. We're learning so much. And um, there are silver linings within a lot of that, you know, collective trauma and the collective confusion that we've been in and are in. And I think it's just, I don't know. I, I find it to be very exciting, but also it's just, it's a lot to sort through and I'm still sorting through so much. Trust me. I mean, yeah. you know, I've been told one way is how we learn in education or what you put in your bodies and pharmaceutical drugs are safe. And then I'm thinking to myself like, dude, that can't be good to be putting in your body. Right. Like I'm 38 yeah. and I'm still like unlearning mm-hmm. my whole life basically. And it's kind of a vulnerable place to be, but it's just really cool to see a lot of pe- more people talking about it. People like Joe Rogan or, you know what I mean? Like big names mm-hmm. kind of coming out and talking about this stuff. I'm like, this is really exciting. Yeah. So I, it reminds me, something you said earlier reminds me of, I'm sure you've, you've heard the hermetic principles, the seven hermetic principles, one of them being as above, so below, as within, so without, as with the universe, so with the soul. And this um, cyclical nature, like everything has seasons and cycles, like even our sound that we're creating right now is on a frequency. Mm -hmm. It's moving through time and space on a frequency doing this and everything in nature does that. If there is, uh, you know, the potential for negativity, there also has to be the potential for the equal positivity Mm -hmm. up here in the spectrum. And it reminds me of what's going on culturally. Like a lot of us are feeling like big major shifts, but it's not like all at once. It's not a light switch. It is like little by little. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's the potential. Like you can almost like feel the potential yeah. stirring. And I think one of the reasons why, you know, I I have recently, I, it's better now, but in the past, you know, month or so, there's been a few days where I've been completely like immersed in anxiety and a little bit of depression about the state of the world, mm-hmm. because it just seems like every week there is a new global crisis to become more divided on, to be fearful of. Yeah. And it just feels like it's swirling it's around like us ending. at all times. <laughs> and especially if you're on social media, yeah. Twitter, like you can't get away from seeing these videos and headlines and things. Yeah. If you're not on, great, but I have to be on for my business. Sure. And so I see these things and it's, you know, there was a day like a couple of weeks ago where I just was like really kind of depressed for a whole day because I was thinking about the potential for Chase and I to not be able to create the life that I envision for us, which I know is like, you could have a whole conversation about attachment and everything like that. But Mm -hmm. just thinking about what we want to create in our life and the kind of family we want to build and the things that the goals and everything is like, if there's external bullshit going on all the time or society shifts in such a way where it's completely restructured, where I feel like my, the life that I want to create with Chase is not able to exist or not able to happen. Like that's where I was getting really anxious mm. and depressed. I was feeling this like really deeply. I, my, I think it was the only panic attack I've ever had, but it, it felt like I couldn't calm myself down. Mm. So there, that potential for negativity exists, even in people who are like, trying to be aware and conscious and manage their nervous system on a daily basis. Like we all experience this and it feels like it's, you know, way down here. Like the negativity is like just booming around us Mm -hmm. all the time. But 
as within, so without this cause and effect, the the uh, the seasons and cycles that we all go through. If this potential down here exists, then the same potential up here has to exist. Like that's just a law of the universe. So when we're thinking about like, yeah, there's a lot of weird, crazy stuff going on around us in this in the world. The potential for the opposite positive also exists. It also has that that potential swirling around us. And I think that that's what you and I are speaking to when we feel like there's something stirring, like people are waking up, people are wanting to be more um, empowered and educated in health and spirituality. Like people, there's a shift happening. And I think that if you're tuned in enough to maybe the intuition that is the the spark of divinity within all of us if you're tuned into that voice i think you can feel that upward amplification of positivity yeah. and potential for yeah. a different type of future so that's yeah. kind of where i'm at right now is like on days where it feels really low really negative is is trying to tune into and feel that positive potential that I know has to exist if this is down here. That's it. Yeah. Beautifully said. And it's so real. And I feel that I, if we're feeling it, other people are feeling it too. And, um, you know, no one's alone, whether, whatever, wherever you are, you know, each day. And it just, let's just be real, dude. This is so much to take in. Like our world's always been crazy. This This is no one in history has, has right now. No one's done what's happened. Has had right access now. to mm-hmm. all of the yes. information that you and I have access to mm-hmm. on a daily basis. That's like, what Paul said on your. We keep referencing yes. Paul Check, but I listen to um, the Medicine Podcast. Everyone should check it out. The Paul Check episode, but it um, he talks about how like we have we learn more in one day, or we have more access to stuff, internet or whatever news, or however you get information in one day than some people either used to have our ancestors, or even if you think about like a tribe right now or something in the middle of, like the jungle will ever have in a whole lifetime. Yes. No wonder we're all so flipping, you know, whatever, stressed, busy, overwhelmed. That is so much to take in all the time. Even, you know, if I'm just scrolling Instagram, I have like half spiritual, half style. Cause I come from like yeah. a background of fashion and some of that's just fine. It's not like it's triggering for me to look at like what's in style or something, but it's still stuff to process yeah. at every freaking second. Right. And so well, on one hand, it's freaking amazing. Like you and I having this conversation, we could have, we would have probably never met. That's yeah. such a gift, right? But then also, it's like holy shit, this is overwhelming, and mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a it's a slippery slope because you know, it's like let's say I didn't know it was going on in Ukraine, or like for instance, the Turkey earthquake. My well, the only reason I really know a lot about that is my husband's actually father lives in Turkey, his his Turkish oh, relatives, wow. and so we we know more about it closer in and you know, it's overwhelming. It's like, that's just so, I think as an empath too, like, I just feel like I suck this stuff in and it's like, so it's hard for me to even like hear about it. And I try not to be passive, but it's like, you have to know your, your limits. And that's why I choose not to look at the news. It's just literally, it's too much. And I think, you know, people used to kind of give me crap, like friends, like, well, you don't, then you don't know what's going on in the world. I'm like, dude, I know what's going on in the world. It's impossible to not know social media, friends. My husband looks at the news. He sometimes shares. I usually have to tell him to stop because he does it too much. But the point is you have to like, we're going to, we're going all over the place, but this is something I would recommend as a tip of just like, if you're feeling overwhelmed or you're starting to have those feelings like you were having, it's like, take a pause for a day. If you feel, or like stop reading the news so much, or like, if you're finding it triggering, Literally, this is like too much for our nervous systems. We were not, our ancestors did not hear about the news. And if they did, it was weeks later, right? Because it took time to travel over. Like we weren't hearing about this multiple times a week and a day. And these are like catastrophic, crazy things 
things like earthquakes and mother nature that's been happening forever and there you know there's been wars and other things sure of course but not like this not all the time and here's the real kicker of it all back to your point it's so fear based no yes i'm not discounting that there were bad things that happened in the earthquake or bad things that happened in ukraine <clears throat> or with covid and people have died this is real it's very sad but also then months later we're still getting slammed with the same headlines fear 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 you can only take so much yeah. just it's not normal so i think people really <clears throat> guard Sorry. yourself and if you feel triggered you know pay attention to that and remove yourself and, and do whatever it is that you do to pull yourself out, whether that's get outside, do some grounding, take some deep breaths, take a break, go on a walk, like whatever you need to kind of reconnect because, dude, it's brutal out there. Well, so what actually like helped me like really come out of it was I had this day, this anxiety ridden day on a Sunday. And then the next day, Chase and I um, interviewed one of our friends, uh, Leanna which I think it was, it was just dropped this, this last week. So it's a very recent episode um, where she was, you know, she's a spiritual teacher and she talks a lot about like manifestation and astrology, tarot, numerology, and she is just a walking light bulb. She is, she, we went to Egypt with her and her, her partner in November and we spent, you know, three weeks day in and day out with this couple. And that I, traveling abroad with someone is like the best way to like really get yeah. to know someone, mm -hmm. you know, and see what they're actually like yeah. in times of discomfort, in yeah. times of oh, euphoria, in times of awe and wonder and in times of, you know, traveling on a plane for 20 hours, whatever. <laughs> so I got to witness her, like how she is in life. And it was so beautiful to see someone who teaches, you know, she has a YouTube channel and to see her like actually walking the walk and talking the talk. And she, so she's like this walking light bulb of just like you feel lighter when you're around her, when you speak to her. And she really embodies like what she teaches on YouTube. And so having this conversation with someone like her and she's talking about manifestation and, you know, this isn't the first time that your listeners are going to hear this concept, but what you put your mental yes. and emotional energy towards in your life will grow. Yep. So going back to my example, this wasn't an accident that that week, you know, the, the week before I had this anxiety, I had gotten back on Twitter as a news source. So I was using Twitter as a news source. Mm. I don't post on there. I just like sure. absorb. Well, one week into it, I'm feeling the most anxiety that I ever <laughs> yeah. felt in my life. That is not an accident oh, yeah. because I was putting more energy towards, mm -hmm. you know, putting this stuff into my brain. And after I had this day, like I took like three or four days off completely. I didn't even open the app. Mm -hmm. And all I did um, every morning instead of like scrolling a little bit was, you know, really focusing on my journaling, my meditation and um, using this. We talk about in the episode using water mm. um, because water has memory. And if you imbibe this water with the emotion of what you want to experience, yeah. what you want to create in your life and you imbibe it and it's like holding on to this memory of emotion. And then over the course of the you know next few weeks or whatever, every day you take a sip of that water mm -hmm. and you re like 
you re up, yeah. <laughs> you re up this, this energy, um, into your body and, and you're just bathing your cells mm. in this memory of the water holding gratitude, love, joy, excitement, you know, all of that. And I felt like a new person, honestly, so like cool. it was great. That and so I, cool. it was just like immediate feedback that like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. When you put more energy towards negativity and headlines and news, that's what you're going to experience. When you put more energy towards what you want to create, your goals, your ambitions, what are you creating in this life that can deliver impact to other people? How are you helping others? You know, all of that, like that's you got to help yourself so that you can help others. Right. (laughs) And so I think that kind of lofty sometimes when people talk about like you create your own reality right. well what what does that even mean some people might not really understand it's like well if we're all living in the world aren't we having the same reality no we're not um and you can do this type of experiment mm-hmm. in your own life <laughs> spend a week scrolling twitter and then spend a week you know doing a water manifestation and see how you feel at the right. end and how different your reality mm-hmm. is it's wild yeah. And even like, it's so cool. Just we're talking about water and energy. I feel like if I heard this like 10 years ago, I'd be like, what? You know, but I yeah. had a girl on Yale. It's a, one of my episodes. It was all about water. The water matrix That's what she does. She heals people with water. And she taught me like, if you literally swirl your water into a vortex and then you set an intention and if you can set it out into UV light even better, but if not set an intention in that water for the day, mm-hmm. like it's literally yeah. as easy as that. And Again, take that how you want. You could just say that's like woo-woo shit or try it for yourself. Don't just listen to us. Like, Do it yourself and see how you feel. Practice it. There literally can be gratitude and joy in everything you do. Literally just drinking this cup of water yeah. and your life can change. And it doesn't mean yeah. that we don't have these days where we're feeling the collective trauma and it's hard and we're human and we have ego. It's not that. It's just, it's so much easier to shift though quicker, right? Mm-hmm. It's a new perspective on yeah. life. And yeah, I mean, the water stuff, it sounds kind of crazy because a lot of us didn't learn this in high school or college, but right. newsflash, just because you didn't learn it in college, yeah. that's like minimum competency of just like moving through life yeah. in, on, you know, uh, this kind of trajectory that we all know, but like, there's so much more out there. Yeah. Dr. Emoto, do you know this Japanese researcher that did all these experiments with water? Is it, I feel like I saw it on social media actually it was the one where like snowflakes or certain water can it yeah. like will hold the feeling. Yeah. Like it, so you can shapes. have, you know, two jars of water and one, you can speak love and mm-hmm. gratitude and excitement and joy and uh, forgiveness and all these like uplifting, really high mm-hmm. vibration type energies. Remember everything is frequency. Yep. So these frequencies are, you know, imbibing themselves in the water. And then you speak hate or even saying something like, um, you know, like you're, you're broken, mm-hmm. you're wrong. I hate you. Like speaking hateful mm-hmm. things towards another jar of water. He froze them and looked at them under the microscope. The ones that were, were spoken hate and, and disgust and everything. They looked like very oblong, mm. just like broken molecules. Mm. And then the one that was spoken love to was like beautiful mm. geometric patterns, yeah. perfect snowflakes. And it has a, like a structuring, basically so the cool. water was getting structured. Yep. which is the same thing that you're talking about doing a vortex. It's just structuring yeah. the water 
in a way that your cells can then absorb yeah. better than going through the 90 degree angles of lead pipes. Yeah. And it feels like, I guess it's even me, like I'll just, every time I talk to a new guest and I'm like, oh, that's a new perspective. That makes so much sense. It can sound bizarre and crazy. Like, oh, you're talking to your water and like, yeah, right. But think about it. If you break it down for one, what are we made of? What is a lot of us are, we're not speaking correctly. We are made of a lot of water. Yeah. That's even, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yep. You're made up of water. You look at things like the tide and the moon and how it shifts and pulls and there's energy and gravity. It's like, this isn't woo-woo shit. This is like literally, if it helps you think of it more as truth, it's scientific too. But um, of course, we're all affected by all this stuff because it's it's energy, it's frequency, it's movement. And that you know it all comes down to that. And so again, even just we're all over the map with our conversation today, but it really it does. It comes down to where are you putting your energy and, um, you know, vibrations, fear would be the lowest, makes you feel like shit, love, mm-hmm. gratitude, joy, some of the highest forgiveness, some of the highest frequency. So when you start toying around with that stuff, you'll notice it in your life more, um, mm-hmm. and just being kind of conscious of it. So, I mean, we're talking about all these different topics, but really when it all comes down to is where are you spending your energy? Where are you putting energy? What do you, what kind of energy are you feeling? You know, so it's, it's so Mm -hmm. cool. And it's just every day you're learning about it in different ways. And this is all just like forming a relationship with yourself, your higher self, your soul. Yeah. Or especially in like kind of coming from a religious background, that is, at least for me, I'll speak for myself, that was sort of portrayed as a selfish act that you always need to put yourself last. And um, so I think that growing up and, and getting to the space uh, where you really have like a beautiful relationship with yourself, like with your soul, your own soul, um it's, it comes down to like focusing on the I and then focusing on the, the we, and then focusing on the all, like we can't do anything until we have a solid balanced relationship, loving relationship with ourselves. So I think everything comes back to, uh, you know, how's your relationship with yourself and everything we've talked about today falls under that umbrella of establishing a healthy, balanced, loving relationship with yourself. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, everyone always used to say, like, you gotta love, love yourself before you can love somebody else. Like, you're, like, looking for your partner and stuff. But it's, like, it's so true. And yeah. if you're not caring for yourself, how can you truly care for others? If you don't have empathy for yourself, how can you have that truly for others? You know, you see people that are abusive to other people. They're usually not very nice to themselves or they've been abused. I mean, it's it's pretty simple when you really think about it. So, yes, getting yourself right, call it selfish or not, but that's how you actually change the world if we all did that. And then yeah. we extend it to you and to the next person and then the collective. So yes, there is a collective energy and experience, but there's also a very personal singular experience and it's all together, but at least we have the ability to, to first start here. Right. Yeah. And then it ripples yeah. outward. So. And that's yeah. the only way it can actually work and make impact is people taking ownership of their own mm-hmm. space, their yeah. own vessel and then helping others from there. Yeah. Wow. Well, I feel like we could talk forever, but this might be a good, a good um, kind of ending point. Um, just because I think we kind of, I mean, it's just for all, it's all about love and, and, and right? Yeah, <laughs> Energy, yeah. really, at the end of the day. Um, but we, I think we threw in some good real life experiences and examples. So thank you for sharing your story. 
And mm-hmm. of course, we didn't talk a ton about the supplements that you you um, have created, but um, I really urge people to check it out. I know I am going to be checking it out. And I plan to share this with you guys once I've actually really started using it. And um, what can you share about the products and where people can find them? And then also, I think we were going to extend a code, a little discount code for people that we can put in the description box of the episode. If people want yeah. to try it. Yeah, I mean, this uh, could have, it could be, I uh, maybe, I should, maybe I can come back. On we should do a part two, like actually in yes. depth on them because, mm-hmm. like, a two minute explanation is is uh, it, it's hard to really yes. like fully. This will be our you know. this will be our spiritual like your self growth your you know kind of what you've been up to episode and then we can dive more into the the you know the details of your supplements yeah. and how they can help people. I think that'll be really cool. Yeah. So uh, if anyone wants to check them out, though, um, what, we have two different products. The first is called Immune Intel AHCC. And this is a um, it's a shiitake mushroom derivative. So it comes from the, sh- the shiitake mushroom mycelia, which is the root like structure. Mm. It's a patented cultured uh, product that comes from Japan. And it is the most clinically researched um specialty immune supplement in the world. So it has over 30 in vivo human clinical trials behind it. And uh, it's really, really powerful. Um, I can't make any claims for anyone. You will say that there is a lot of clinical research out there supporting it for things like HPV, Mm -hmm. you know, human papilloma virus, um, Lyme disease, Mm -hmm cancer, autoimmune disease, skin issues like acne, psoriasis, eczema, um, all sorts of things, because everything comes back to, you know, a lot of these things come back to the immune system and is the immune system at its peak performance? Well, for a lot of us, no, the answer is no. And so this uh, HCC really helps to support the body by, um, by a few different mechanisms of action, one of them being increasing your immune intelligence, which is why it works for people who, you know, in the case of like HPV or cancer, where they need a boost Mm -hmm. in their immune system, but also in the case of autoimmune disease, that person doesn't need a boost. They actually need it to kind of like Mm -hmm. simmer down a bit. So it's a modulator. It's an immune modulator. So I get that question all the time is, you know, oh, can I use it if I have autoimmune? Because people will Google and there's like false you know, web pages out there that say that HCC actually is an immune booster, which is, mm. is actually not true. It's, it's an immune modulator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's, it's, I highly recommend um, if anyone's listening to this and you have, you know, a recent diagnosis of something like Lyme or HPV, that's a lot of the women that I help is uh, women who have um, been navigating the diagnosis of human papillomavirus and uh, really not getting much education or help solutions from their doctor. just told, I mean, I, I've had it, I cleared it luckily. Um, but I think a lot of women have had it and then, you know, luckily it, a lot of us can fight it off naturally. Yeah. Our bodies are amazing, yeah. but I've had it for years, five years. Um, but yeah, you're never really told. You're just kind of told like, Oh, come back next year. We'll watch it. And you just have to hope yeah. your body fights it off. But man, for yeah. those that doesn't, so it, it's nice to have yeah. something like this, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the great thing is that most of the time, like 90% of women, once they get a, a, a positive test result in the next two years, their body will get rid of it. Yeah. But there's still that 10%, which equals 
you know, 14 million new cases yeah. of HPV every year in America. These, these women, it's mostly women because there's no test for men, right. but women are going home and they're like, uh, can I date? Can I have sex? Can I, should I tell my partner? Like, is this okay? Is this, yeah. you know, so they're in this state of worry and anxiety and why because you want to clear any solution. if you could, right? They're not getting any solutions from their doctor. Yeah. And so by having something that can help support the immune system in the clearing of something like HPV, it's not, it, HCC doesn't work directly on the HPV. That It's not an HPV supplement. It's a human body supplement. It's helping to inform your immune system. Yes. And the immune system can do what it needs right. to do. So um, anyone that has questions around around that, please reach out to me. My yeah. DM door on Instagram is always open. Um, my, my handle is at Mimi underscore the medicine. No E on the end of medicine. Um, so please, if you have any questions, just let me know. Like I'm I'm lit up by helping women yeah. in this um, because there is such a huge education gap. Um, so there's that. That's the Immune Intel AHCC. And you can find it at themedicine.com. Again, no E on the end of medicine, themedicine.com. And then um, the other product that we have is a mushroom elixir. So this is a caffeine-free mushroom elixir called Mushy Love Latte. It tastes like a liquid cinnamon roll. Um, and it has, uh, 500 milligrams each of chaga mushroom and ch tremella mushroom. So it's supportive of robust immunity, hair health, skin health, gut health. Like chaga is the, it's called yeah. the king of mushrooms and tremella is the beauty mushroom. Mm. So it's, it's supporting your body in a myriad of ways. We don't put anything weird in there. It's only, uh, it's only the, um, it wasn't, it's like maple pure, syrup, the mushrooms, yeah, pure organic yeah. uh, mushroom fruiting body. There's no fillers. There's no, we only use the highest quality mushrooms and uh, we just wanted to keep the ingredient list really, really simple. No sugar alcohols. Yeah. We just use a little bit of raw maple sugar yeah. and some other ingredients that um, really make it taste like a, liquid cinnamon roll I'm so, excited so to that's that one. at um getmushylove.com yeah, that sounds so good well i need it man because we we're talking i've got some eczema issues postpartum and my hair is falling out because you know that's oh. also what happens postpartum yeah, hormones yeah. are a trip dude but i need to get on that like today because i need some support <laughs> um uh, how cool we'll have to talk more about that but mushrooms from what i little that i know and i've heard um they're magical and and so great for healing. And I mean, look at our ancestors have used them for so many, so many years. Oh, they've been used for thousands and thousands. They're you just know? going back to the eighth dynasty yeah. in China. Like, yeah. I've listened to a couple of really cool podcasts. I don't know if you're familiar with Luke's story, but he's had some really cool ones on mushrooms and fungi and like uh, Zach Bush, Dr. Zach Bush, you know, has talked a lot oh, about yeah. mushrooms and just, wow, how healing and important they are in our ecosystem. So Good for yeah. you for um, getting into that little niche and, and helping people heal. So thank you for sharing that. And we'll put it in the episode. And then do we want to extend like a 10% yes. discount for, yeah. was it Lauren, yeah, Lauren Live 10? 
That works. Yeah. Let's Lauren live one zero. Uh, yeah. We can do a 10% off yep. on immune Intel HCC or mushy love yep. latte. Cool. Um, and I'm sure you'll have the, the links in yes. the, the show notes yep. and everything. So, um, but yeah, the medicine.com and get mushy love.com. Um, yeah, that's cool. great. I love it. Well, gosh, thank you for the wide range of conversation, sharing your story, sharing a little bit about your products and we'll definitely have to do a part two. And just grateful for all the work that you're doing and the love that you're spreading in the world. So thank you. Thank you, Lauren. Cheers. Thanks, everybody, for listening.